Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I'm your host. And today is episode 72.2, and we are in Exodus chapter 39, and we're almost done. So, yay, congratulations. We've gotten through the, almost through the first two books of the Old Testament. So, uh, that's a, it's, it's a milestone, as far as I'm concerned, but I guess I'm jumping the gun because we're not there yet. So, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome, and thank you for being here Hope you had, if it's Monday for you, like it is for me, hope you had a good weekend. If not, uh, whatever day it is that you might be listening or watching, just glad you're here and glad you're able to dive into God's Word uh, one chapter at a time, just like we've been doing. So uh, today uh, is, oh, so we're not doing the little, uh, you know, Bible verse, you know, Motivational Monday. I'm just going ahead and giving you what... God put in front of me. So today we're going to be uh, reading from Psalms, but I'll give that to you after uh, we open up in prayer. So let's uh, let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll uh, and continue. <clears throat> Holy God, mighty God, heavenly Father, we come to you humbly, grateful, and thankful for your goodness your love, your mercy, your tenderness, and uh, the fact that you love us so much and uh, you've put us uh, just a, in, above everything. You, we know how much you love us and we, we uh, are so grateful and thankful, but you loved us so much that you sent your only son, Jesus, to come and uh, die on the cross for us. It was his sole purpose coming to this earth. And he knew that. And so thank you for his obedience. Thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed. Uh, Lord, I'm thankful for those who are out there who are listening and joining me every day. And I'm glad that uh, we're all on this journey together, reading through your Bible. And uh, I pray that we're all doing what it says, because that's what you ask us to do. Read your Bible and do what it says. And I get that from my old pastor, Robert. So uh, I continually try to do that. I am not perfect. I don't always do it right, as my children can tell you, but I do try to do it the right way. So, Lord, I just pray for forgiveness for my sins, and I pray that you will guide and direct me and my, my friends, my family, and all those listeners who are out there. We want to be in your will. We want to be doing what it is that you want us to do to further the kingdom. We know you have a plan. We know you are a God of order. And we want to be right there in the thick of it with you. So, Lord, just guide and direct us and inhabit our hearts and empty us of ourselves so that we can uh, come to you and have a relationship with you. And we can do that through Jesus. We don't have to have anybody to mediate for us. We have, don't have anybody to, to talk for us. We can come directly to the Father through Jesus. So thank you for that, uh, that gift. And so, Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. We pray you reveal yourself to us. We want to get to know you better. We want to get to know you deeper. And we want to fall in love with you more and more every single day because that's what we are. We want to love you more than more. So, Lord, just watch over us, protect us, and guide and direct us. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> went off <laughs> on the deep end there because I was so wrapped up in that prayer. 
so uh, just glad that you're here, glad that you are listening, and uh, you know, take two. Uh, so uh, today we are going to read uh, our uh, Bible verse of the day, and it is from Psalm, I gotta put on my readers, uh, Psalm 37, and I gotta find it because I had it marked off, here we go. Uh, Psalm 37, verses 23 and 24. <clears throat> the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. If you are, if you are actively seeking out God, uh, he will guide and direct you. If you are actively asking him for what his will is, you know, your prayers, my prayers at least, I think this is the way I understand is that you can, you, when you pray for something, you pray for it in the will of God. You have to pray, you know, if, you know, if God wants you to be, you know, I don't know, a successful writer, or if he wants you to, uh, you know, go to Bali, I don't know, whatever it is, but if you're doing it in the Lord's will, I think he will bless it. That's what I understand. So, uh, he delights in every detail of your life, but if they stumble, they will never fall because he holds them by the hand. We stumble, I do, at least every day. Every day, every day, I do something inadvertently, accidentally, I'm provoked, whatever it is. But it's my will, it's my thoughts, it's my free will to, to react however it is. And sometimes I don't always react right. So I stumble as... You know, I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian. I'm just, I'm trying to be Christ-like. I'm trying to, you know, be the hands and feet. Uh, but as a human, we can't help but stumble. So uh, he still loves us and he still holds us by the hand, just like you hold the hands of your children, you know, when they're growing up. It's the same thing. So those uh, are the Bible verse. Uh, that's the Bible verse of today. So... All right, well, we are in episode uh, 72.2, and I'm going to read. I did not pre-read it, and it looks like a lot, so just bear with me, and if I have the time to highlight, I will. So <clears throat> let's read. Clothing the Priests. The craftsmen made beautiful sac sacred garments of blue, purple, and scarlet cloth, clothing for Aaron to wear while ministering in the holy place, just as the Lord had commanded Moses making the ephod. Bezalel made the ephod of finely woven linen and embroidered it with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet thread. He made gold thread by hammering out thin sheets of gold and cutting it into fine strands. With great skill and care, he worked it into the fine linen with the blue, purple, and scarlet thread. The ephod consisted of two pieces, front and back, joined at the shoulders with two shoulder pieces. The decorative sash was made of the same materials, finely woven linen, embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, just as the Lord had commanded. Moses. Uh, they mounted the two onyx stones in settings of gold filigree. The stones were engraved with the names of the tribes of Israel, just as a seal is engraved. He fastened these stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as a reminder that the priest represents the people of Israel. All this was done just as the Lord had commanded Moses. 
Making the chess piece. Bezalel made the chess piece with great skill and care. He made it to match the ephod using finely woven linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet thread. He made the chess piece of a single piece of cloth folded to form a pouch nine inches square. They mounted four rows of gemstones on it. The first row contained a red carnelian, a pale green peridot, and an emerald. The second row contained a turquoise, a blue lapis lazuli, and a white moonstone. The third row contained an orange jacinth, jacinth, an agate, and a purple amethyst. The fourth row contained a blue-green beryl, an onyx, and a green jasper. All these stones were set in gold filigree. Each stone represented one of the twelve tribes of Israel. And the name of that tribe was engraved on it like a seal. To attach the piece, I'm sorry, the chest piece of the ephod, they made braided cords of pure gold thread. They also made two settings of gold filigree and two gold rings and attached them to the top corners of the chest piece. They tied the two gold cords to the rings on the chest piece. They tied the other ends of the cords to the gold settings on the shoulder pieces of the ephod. Then they made two more gold rings, attached them to the inside edges of the chest piece next to the ephod. Then they made two more gold rings and attached them to the, to the front of the ephod. Below the shoulder pieces, just above the knot where the decorative sash was fastened to the ephod. They attached the bottom rings of the chest piece to the rings on the ephod with blue cords. In this way, the chest piece was held securely to the ephod above the decorative sash. All this was done just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Additional clothing for the priests. Bezalel made the robe that is worn with the ephod from a single piece of blue woven cloth with an opening for, the, for Aaron's head in the middle of it. The opening was reinforced with a woven collar, so it would not tear. They made pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and attached them to the hem of the robe. They also made bells of pure gold and placed them between the pomegranates along the hem of the robe, with belts and pomegranates alternating all around the hem. This robe was to be worn whenever the priest minister before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made tunics for Aaron and his sons from fine linen cloth. The turban and the special head coverings were made of fine linen, and the undergarments were also made of finely woven linen. The sashes were made of finely woven linen and embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Finally, they made the sacred medallion, the badge of holiness, of pure gold. They engraved it like a seal with these words, Holy to the Lord. They attached the medallion with a blue cord to Aaron's turban, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspects the work. And so at last the tabernacle was finished. The Israelites had done everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And they brought the entire tabernacle to Moses. The sacred tent with all its furnishings, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases. 
the tent coverings of tanned ramskins and fine goatskin leather, the inner curtain to shield the ark, the ark of the covenant and its carrying poles, the ark's cover, the place of atonement, the table and all its utensils, the bread of the presence, the pure gold lampstand with its symmetrical lamp cups, all its accessories, and the olive oil for lighting, the gold altar, the anointing altar, and I'm sorry, the anointing oil and fragrant incense, the curtain for the entrance of the sacred tent, the bronze altar, the bronze grating and its carrying poles and utensils, the wash basin with its stand, <clears throat> the curtains for the walls of the courtyard, the posts and their bases, the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the ropes and tent pegs, all the furnishings to be used in worship at the tabernacle, the beautifully stitched garments for the priests to wear while ministering in the holy place, the sacred garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for the sons, his sons to wear as they minister as priests. So the people of Israel followed all of the Lord's instructions. Then Moses inspected all their work. When he found it had been done just as the Lord had commanded, he blessed them. Nice. Well, that was pretty cool. Sort of a recap a little bit, I think. Um, the biggest things that I highlighted, uh, and I, I think I got all of them, but he, it kept saying, like in five, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And then in seven, all this was done just as the Lord had commanded. I also highlighted in seven, uh, he fastened these stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as a reminder that the priest represents the people of Israel. That's kind of important. So the Levi priests are representing the people. Then again, uh, up in uh, 14, uh, each, I'm sorry, got to highlight that. Each stone represented one of the twelve sons of Israel, and the name of that tribe was engraved on it like a seal. And then at the end of that, in twenty-one, uh, all this was done just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And then again, um, down in twenty-six, this robe was to be worn whenever the priest ministered before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So again, they're doing exactly what the Lord commanded Moses through, you know, when he was given the instructions. And so again, it says it in 29. Uh, I also highlighted in 30. Finally, they made the sacred medallion, the badge of holiness of pure gold. I don't know why I highlighted that. Uh, but its words on it said, Holy to the Lord. And they attached it to the, uh, Aaron's turban with a blue cord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Uh, and then Moses inspects the work. I did not highlight that whole section. I did do uh, 32. Uh, so at last the tabernacle was finished. The Israelites had done everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses, and they brought the entire tabernacle to Moses so he can inspect it. And then down in 42, so the people of Israel followed all of the Lord's instructions to Moses. Then Moses inspected all of their work. When he found it had been done just as the Lord had commanded him, he blessed them. So uh, everything was done exactly according to the way God wanted it to be done. Moses inspects it and he blesses the Israelites for the hard work that they 
put into the tabernacle. So um, I think this is really interesting and very cool, you know, because here they are being very, very obedient. They're on track and they're doing the right thing. So I think we're going to end Exodus, I hope, in a positive, uh, positive moment. So we've only got one more chapter and then we're into Leviticus, which is the Levites, the priests. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, so um, on Friday we were talking, uh, uh, Jeremiah and I, and we were saying, I, I mentioned that I was afraid that I was getting stale and uh, that uh, I didn't want to be, you know, just sounding, you know, repetitive over and over again when I led uh, this ministry in the prayer uh, of salvation. So uh, we were talking and he said, oh yeah, by the way, you know, one of our listeners happened to make a comment or sent a message and then I did find it in my emails because she always CCs both of us. And so um, she basically mentioned uh, that she likes the fact that we do do it every day and and she pegged it she is right you know there might be a new listener out there just today just happened you know to fall on, on top of this and here i am giving the 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 salvation prayer and you know maybe today is the day they give their life to jesus because they happen to find leap of faith podcast so i am going to continue doing the prayer of salvation. I'm not going to ever skip it every day. So uh, with that said, I'm going to say the prayer of salvation and uh, you can say it along with us. Uh, if you feel led to do that, uh, please f uh, feel free to do that. So, so let's go ahead and say uh, the prayer. Please uh, say along with me. Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family of Jesus Christ. You are now adopted in. You're a brother or sister in Christ, and today is your new birthday. So uh, as always, and I'm not holding it right now, but okay, let me grab it real quick. So this is the Bible that we've been doing for over a year now, almost a year in October, November, December, January, February, March. So almost six months uh, that we've been doing this. Uh, anyway, New Living Translation. So it's a little easier to follow uh, if you're on the same, you know, in the same version. Um, at least for me it is. If I'm in a different version, I get wonky and sidetracked think, trying to, you know, think it out. So... Mark it in your Bible that today is the day that you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. And uh, we always recommend that you get to a church or a pastor, somebody who can uh, navigate you to the next step in your new Christian life. It's, you know, uh, not to scare you off. It's not going to be perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. God didn't, it never said it was going to be perfect. But he always says that he will be by you along the way. He will stand by you. He will carry you through it, whatever it is. So you're never alone. Um, so anyway, but uh, it is a new life. It is a better life. Um, and you 
just a piece uh, about it. Um, so get to the church, start getting part of a ministry, um, you know, volunteer, whatever it is that you feel like God is leading you to do, go do it. And, uh, you know, it, this is not a spectator sport. It's, uh, it, this is like digging in and getting to and doing what you should be for the kingdom. So that's it for today. Uh, I don't know what time of day it is that you're able to listen, uh, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you were able to. And uh, as always, it's a joy to be a part of this uh, along this journey with you. So God bless you. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow.